Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You okay? I'm just over here dying. Oh my god. Okay. I, geez, I have you on speaker. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. I. What is up? What is, oh god. That's I would talk. What's the last time we talked? It was like last. Was it last summer? Last fall? Yeah. How you been? I've been good. How you been? I've been good too. Yeah. You um, do we follow each other on Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Uh, you're following the podcast Instagram. Okay. Yes, which is if y'all don't know it, is the Didi Saga. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make sure I follow you because I don't know what's up with you or how you've been. Yeah, I've just been around. Yeah, stalking people' pages. <laughs> Not yours yep. though. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of talking in not a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So because I didn't do this the last time we talked because I was like, uh yeah, nah. Uh so I found you at twelve in the morning my time. And I, I don't know mountain time, so like I guess it's like four hours behind, right? I'm two hours earlier than you. Oh. Yeah. So it still was, would have been a booty call either way. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hopefully he don't think this is like a booty call because... Oh, no, I could tell the, I could tell the booty calls from the like legit, you know, introductions. Yeah. For sure. Usually people are just like, you know, the very first, uh, the first sentence or the first like overture is like, oh, I see what this is about. And I knew that you were for real. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, this, uh, uh, oh my God. But yeah. So if you haven't heard our, uh, mental health episode, y'all should probably listen to that one. Yeah. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. But it's been a while because it was like last summer or fall or something. Yeah, it's it's been a break. <laughs> yeah, you get a good uh, good response from it. Uh, probably. I don't know. Like <laughs> I have not been doing episodes a lot, and so I'm about to start getting back into it and doing it like once or twice a week. Oh, good. So, cool. We'll see what happens. So yeah, and it is Pride Month. So yes, it is Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Gay shit is about to happen on this episode. And like, no, I'm. I, it's not. Ugh, that's too much work. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm this is waiting. my first Pride as an out person. Yes. Yes. Same. Mm. But not as an out person, but first Pride. Dope. Yeah. Same. That's awesome. So what are what are you? Not what are you? That sounds so wrong. I know how I <laughs> identify. I guess. Yes. Um, I have been. What month is this? June. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the past year, almost exactly, I've been uh, kind of road testing pansexual as my sexual identity. Uh, I was in a you know six month what I would consider to be a serious relationship, a same sex relationship, and then. 
I also dated within my sex for several months. Uh, and then I met my current partner who's a cis female and uh, we've been going out for six months and it's wonderful. But I just realized that um, I just respond to humans, you know, yeah. and it's difficult to half the time when I tell people I'm pansexual, they're like, I don't know what that means. Um, I actually went to so I'm in Montana mm-hmm. and I went to my town's uh, LGBT center. Um, probably like last fall when I was in the same sex relationship and I just wanted to meet other like queer folks and um, I was out to my friends and to my kids and I went to the first meeting I think it was like the men's group meeting or something and I we could go around the room and introduce yourself and I said I'm pansexual and the guy who's running the meeting who's the director of the LGBT center said what's that (laughs) A so lot like, of people well, don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the more that's why I'm actually really interested in I'm very visible and vocal about it because the more I talk about it, the more people I'm like, shit, I think I am too. Yeah. <laughs> or they are, and they're just like not out because they just don't want to bother like with confusing people or whatever. Um Yeah. But I just re- like and I com- thought about like pansexuality compared to you know, for a while I thought heteroflexible and I thought that really has more to do with like physical sex, sex situations mm-hmm. and bisexual is more like, you know, people who are 100% attracted to women and 100% attracted to men and they just have like types. And again, they're sort of just like physically and romantically attracted to yeah. those people, of those genders. And I am just attracted to people who are dope, <laughs> like who make me feel safe and who see me for who I am and who treat me well because that I've not gotten all three of those things in any relationships I've ever had before and then the first person who did that was a guy and then once I realized that's how he was treating me I saw that he was beautiful and then we were in a relationship for six months you know we're still friends I just actually just saw him a couple of weeks ago we still hang out um but just because of logistics and where we are in our careers and our lives and age differences and things, it just sort of didn't really, it didn't wasn't a lot of future there. But it was one of the most figurative relationships of my adult life. Um, and it made possible the relationship that I'm in, in now, which is just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, because like, oh, when did I come out? Okay, so I came out the first time in high school at 17. I came out as bi. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm bi. And I was like, yeah. And then I was forced out of the closet uh, while I was in high school. And I was like, eh, I don't oh, like wow. that. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I was like, I don't like that. But, and then when I got to college, I was like, huh, I am pansexual. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, everybody's just like, sexy to me, like, hey. And then while I was in college, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely gender fluid. Like, I've always been a tomboy. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always had that boyish uh, way to me. Even though I hate bugs. Like, I'm not that kind of (laughs) kind of person. Like, I would not play with bugs. I don't climb trees. I don't know. I have arachophobia. I hate <laughs> snails. I hate slugs. Like, 
I don't really think that's what gender is about. Is like it's you know, not, but what like, animals you can tolerate. <laughs> it's not, but people think, oh, you're such a boy. Like you like bugs and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I can't do that. That freaks me out. But then people realize, like, yeah, I'm just gender fluid. I like everybody. I mean. I'm pansexual, like everybody, and gender fluid. I identify as multiple genders. Okay. Uh, so, like today, it's a. I think it's a she he day, she day day. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I get confused with my own gender, <laughs> and I just like I don't. I just throw something on and just be like, I guess this is what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, so a fellow pansexual. That's awesome. Yeah, like I said, I, the more I talk about it, the more the more of them, I, the more of us I meet. Yeah, and it's weird because like people, like my mom thinks I'm bi because that's how I came out as in high school, but she don't know I'm pansexual and gender fluid. And like I was like, I'm not doing, I'm not coming out again to you. I can't yeah. do that. I, yeah. I love you, but I couldn't do that. But I told my uncle, I was like, yeah, uncle, I am pansexual and I'm gender fluid. And he was like, what's that? I'm like, it's this. And he was like, well, so I got you safe, baby girl. I'm like, thank you. Like, I know you don't care like that. (laughs) Like, all you care is about is I'm safe, which is understandable. What's interesting to me is that most of us, so all I'm trying to think, as far as I know, all the men who I dated or was in a relationship, uh, there weren't that many, but they're all gay men. They just identify as gay. Yeah. And I s- explained my sexuality, except for my my boyfriend, or my ex-boyfriend. He totally got it from the beginning. But all the other ones were like, no, I think you're demisexual. And they would, they would kind of conflate the two. Because, you know, and I think of demisexuals being more like you have to have an emotional connection to someone to be sexually attracted to them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not me. I just, um, I'm attracted to the content of people's character. Yeah, you know, and then there's like a, the thing is like that comes first for me, um, and like feeling safe and being seen and being treated well. But then there's also like the other layer of like physical attraction that has to be there. Um, so it's not like one thing automatically leads to another. It's just like this that other thing is more important that comes before any kind of like physical whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't have a type of human. I don't have a type of male or, or female. Or I'm not really concerned with what gender a person is or identifies as or how they express it or whatever that's not yeah that's not part of the equation for me yeah like i'm more like yeah i'm just like the same thing like as long as you treat me right and you know not to put your hand on me yeah we will be fine because i will get my brother and my cousin like I don't even, my brother was like, he ain't going to do nothing. I'm like, of course you're not. Like, I guess oh. I have to hide the body myself. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but like, as long as you respect me, I'm like, yo, we're going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um, well, cool. It's good to meet another one of us. <laughs> yes, I'm about to start referring to us as the pansexuals a part of alphabet mafia yeah yes exactly 
I've and that's to what we're pansexual. going by. Oops. Sorry. Sorry. It, it's a pansexual. I was trying to find pansexual talk, and it seems like to be a very small of queer talk. But mm-hmm. I'm more just on like, yeah, LGBTQIA talk rather than pansexual. I think there aren't enough of us <laughs> yeah. on that platform yet, or we can't find each other. I don't know. We, we need more of us. We need more. Yeah. Uh, so what pronouns do you use? Uh, he, him. I identify as male and I always have, and I'm a cis male. And that's always been a pretty, um, pretty fundamental part of my identity, personally and sexually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And how about you? You're, you're, you just kind of, I just call you they, them. I refer to you as they, them, because I don't know that day, you know? Yeah. I use all the pronouns. Every uh, pronoun? Yeah, pronoun. Uh, he, her, he, him, they, them. Must. And it's weird when people be like, I don't know how to use, how would I use they, them? It's like, it's you use it every day. Yeah. Like, what? If you lose, if someone lose something, oh, we need to find them. I want to give this back to them because you don't know. Right. Who it is. And it's just how you talk about someone where you don't know what gender they are anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet this person for their first time and I don't know where I'm going to meet them. Like, this, even, like, people who aren't ordinarily confused about gender identity, that's how we talk about people when we don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's, I think, people who struggle with it um, are going out of their way to struggle with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They struggle with the idea, not with the diction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! But I, I have uh not a roommate. I have someone who lives here, and uh, live in my apartment building, and they would be like, you know what? I am tired of she, he, they, and them. I'm like, well, you're just gonna call out all my pronouns. What, like, they're tired of those pronouns. What does that mean? Oh no! It was like because I would say something like outrageously funny and oh i see it's like i'm tired of he she dumb day i'm like what did i do <laughs> okay i'm just trying to be a human yeah seriously it is hard it's um it's interesting i work uh for a video production company mm-hmm. and our first, I'm trying to think, first colleague who we hired who is non-binary, I don't remember uh, how long ago, really amazing to watch it happen. Like, we hired them, and the week that they started, no one said mm-hmm. anything to each other, but we all just added our pronouns to our email signatures. Yeah. Uh, and... Th- that now everyone does and now it's just sort of like customary you know and this was a few yeah. years ago before i don't know before everyone did it and that was just a really impressive sign to me as the place where i work how like understanding people are you know mm-hmm. or can be yeah yeah uh i put what do i do like in the 
in my uh, bio, I just put gender fluid. Like, even if I do a dating app, which I've deleted all of them because I'm like, I'm tired of men at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, men, stop. Uh, I would put gender fluid, ask me my my identity that day because it's like you don't know like yes I can present as a female but you don't know I can be like yeah he him today I'm a guy yeah and I found for the brief window of time when I was on dating apps I was amazed by how hard it is to find like a really comprehensive dating app for everyone there are mm-hmm. straight apps and then there are the gay apps but there are, and like there are one or two bisexual apps but not a lot of people are on them and i would get texts from people from like other countries or whatever i'm like no this is <laughs> this is not what i'm on here for no uh, and there's certainly you know the vast majority of them they don't even have things for like gender identity or expression you know yeah uh, they don't have those as categories um. Yeah, it was really frustrating. So I was like on the straight apps and then the gay apps, and then but I would just label myself as pansexual, and then every time I'd have to explain it to everyone on both sides. But there wasn't like a single place where everyone could go and just be themselves, you know. Yeah, what I did was like whenever someone asked me what pansexual was, I I would say Google is your friend. <laughs> Use Google. <laughs> yeah. Or I would like copy and paste pansexual and copy pansexual the definition, send it to them, and then I would not hear back from them. And then some people they would be like, "Oh, so you would date a guy who was a girl, or a girl who was a guy?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah." Like <clears throat> as long as you a dope ass person and you. Can one you gotta learn how to work with me, okay? Because I am a hot mess. I am, <laughs> right. uh huh. Like yo, I, I don't totally talk get that. Them. I don't talk about my feelings. I don't text a lot. I don't do things people normally do in dating. Who are dating? So you're gonna have to be able to work with that and understand. Didi ain't gonna talk. Ain't gonna talk to you. Yeah. I'm not you have to text me first. So because I have fucking ADHD, this shit fucking sucks, but it's hilarious. You can start a conversation and we'll be in a fucking different conversation. So you have to deal with that. Then you have to deal with my depression and understand my dark humor. Like, fuck. Yes, I want to fucking kill myself when I fucking joke about it. But no, I'm not going to do it because like, fuck, I can't. <laughs> Like, you gotta learn how to work with all of that. Like, I've wondered a lot about, I don't know enough pansexuals, so I don't have any data, but I've wondered a lot about the extent to which my mental health has informed my current sexuality. Because I think of myself basically the way you do. Like, I got a lot going on. Um, I can be a handful. Yeah. And people have to understand, in order to be in a relationship with me, you'd have to like really understand me and see me. And I think that people who 
don't have the same kind of mental health conditions like you and I have. Maybe that's just not, maybe, I guess what I'm saying is maybe that is why it is a requirement for us because like we both have lived in environments and grew up in environments where we weren't safe or seen or taken care of well, you know, Mm -hmm. which has not only informed our mental health, but also has informed our sexuality because now those things are like, we, we have figured out as adults that they are the most important thing in a relationship and other people take it for granted. And so they don't have to like filter people out that way. But like, for me, that is the top priority. Yeah. And if studies show people in the LGBT community are most likely to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, not surprised. Keep people, make sure they okay. But I want to go back to something you mentioned before too. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, keep going. Yeah, that's that shit. I, I went through a phase where like people would ask me what, what it meant and I would I was tempted to say like just Google it. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, no, like the whole point of me trying to be visible and vocal about it is I get that, you know, people don't understand it and I want them to understand it. So I'm just I'm trying to be an ambassador for pansexuality. You know, yeah. someone who is not a <laughs> not a celebrity, <laughs> but someone who's just like takes the time and the patience with to for people who really want to understand to explain it to them so they know that it's like an option it's the thing that's out there you know rather than telling them to google it because it is kind of exhausting after a while yeah it Um, really is yeah sometimes like most of them i would explain it but if i'm not feeling it and i'm not in the mood or if they yeah something like that like Sometimes, most time, I just be like, I fuck with everybody. I just be like that. Everybody. If they're, <laughs> if they're saying they don't understand, but they're saying it in like an obviously disrespectful way, they're just like, I'm confused. What is that? Like, well, okay, Marsha, just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Google it, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, okay. The next question. Oh my God. This is. Welcome to me having ADHD problems and like we going back and forth to the same thing. It's great. ADHD is great. It's so much fun. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you ever been to Pride? Um, I've been to a parade or two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, so in Montana, the community moves from city to city so i'm in missoula but then like so one year the parade will be in helena one year will be in missoula one year will be in great falls you know what i mean and i don't know where i don't even know i haven't heard actually because of covid if there is one this year um but i have not been into any pride events yet but also june is young so yeah yeah uh there's one out here in dc uh the 12th and 13th and i'm going because like Oh, you should. It will be my first one. So I'm excited. Like, shit, shit popping. Gonna find me, like, a drag place. Uh Uh-huh. A few gay bars. You know, I'm just gonna be a whore. Like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody need to take away my phone. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, darling. Aylan, I'm so sorry what you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> but it's, oh, my God. 
fuck my life. Uh, okay. I was. So yeah. the town I'm in doesn't have, there's a queer community, obviously, but there isn't like a bar or a part of town or whatever. And what I was just really amazed how different it was once I was out and I was dating men that like we would talk about our date and we didn't talk about like, because I'm in a small town in Montana. We didn't talk about like where we wanted to go or what kind of food we were in the mood in. We were th- we had to think of places where the staff would actually wait on us because it's we've been refused service, mm-hmm. and That's we terrible. won't get beaten up by the clientele after we leave. You know, like yeah. we're not gonna get jumped outside the front door, which also happens a lot around here. Um, it is really. I was not surprised but disappointed about how hard it is um, to be in a same sex relationship in this kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but, which I, is kind of miraculous that pride happens here at all, you know? Yeah. Uh, when I first started, uh, I dated this girl in high school, and like, I wouldn't even let her kiss me in public because I'm like, I don't got time for any of these teachers to go and tell my mama. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've been kissing on girls, and then my mom was gonna be like, like even when coming out, it was like pretty scary because like I had a look, uh, I was looking up ways to go out to Christian parents, um, like how to come out as anything really, and I was like, yeah, it's just terrifying because like I'm seventeen, like. Is she going to kick me out the house? Is she going to let me stay? Um, what's going to happen? Um, and how'd it go? It didn't go great. I didn't get kicked out. But, like, Gosh. what, like, oh, she found a letter to my, from my girlfriend at the time. And, the letter pretty much her asking me out on my birthday, which was a dope birthday gift. So I was like, hey. So my mom found that letter. And no, my stepdad found that letter. And then he showed it to my mom. And my mom was like, what is this? And I'm like, um, I'm bisexual. What that means? Oh, I, I like guys and girls. Like, I like them both. And then my stepdad was like, well, God didn't make you like that. Oh, boy. Which I always go back to, goes to the reason why a lot of people in the LGBT community refuse to go to church or why people in general refuse to go to church because of how Christians would treat LGBT people. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yes, I am a Christian, but also... I have morals, and, like, if you want somebody to step into your church, can you at least show them the same respect? Right. Which is really one of the reasons why I was, like, terrified to come out, because, like, you about to kick me out because I'm bisexual? Like, pretty, there's a 100% chance I am marrying a guy, okay? Like, my older sister is gay. There's a 100% chance I'm marrying a guy. 
due to the fact that I like I prefer guys more than girls, like marriage wise. But huh? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Like I can hook up a girl and be fine, but and I can date a girl. Uh-huh. But when it comes to marriage, it's like I know I want to marry a guy because it's like I'm just weird. I just like guys more. Like, especially when they like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I know what it makes sense in my head, but it don't make sense out loud. So, yeah. It is, yeah. I know what you mean about like your identity can stay the same, but then your preferences can kind of shift and go back and forth over time. I think that's mm-hmm. totally natural and understandable. And there is a while where I just kind of, you know, I've been dating men for a while and I just missed being with women, you know? Yeah. Um, and that had not occurred to me as a possibility before because I just was so hung up on the, the, the personality part of things. Um yeah, it's all very interesting. I recently learned on TikTok, there's a friend, we follow each other. Uh, what is his name? He's like a, a weightlifter fitness guy too. And um, he did a TikTok about how he's, I think the word is gynosexual. And he is attracted to feminine people. So like girly girls, but also like feminine men. And like doesn't, the the parts doesn't matter to him. It's just like, that's the thing that he is drawn to is is the idea of femininity, and I that, thought that was really fascinating. Yeah, and he explained it very well. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I hadn't either. Hmm. Wow. Gynsexual, I think it's called. Wow. Yeah. Wow, gynsexual. It's weird because, like, I can't say, of, like, I. I can't date a feminine, like a two feminine girl. Like, I'm in, and I'm too butch. Not, I don't want a butch girlfriend, or I probably do. Maybe. Do I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do I? What do I? Yeah. <laughs> like, I am single right now. I don't know what I want. <laughs> uh, like, I just can't date a feminine female because it's like, honey. If one day I become like very feminine, I I'm not talking about like hair done, lipstick. No, not that. But if I if I dress feminine, like hella feminine, whenever that day will be, and you do the same thing, like no, I don't want you looking better than me. <laughs> Is that it? Like no, <laughs> you can't look better than me. <laughs> like damn, shit. Only one of us could look good as hell. And I want that to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you got to have standards for yourself as well as them, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) I will fight you. (laughs) You look better than me. (laughs) If I got it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh... Oh my god. Okay. So what's your favorite thing about uh the Alphabet Mafia? Um the mutual support. We are all someone just tagged me actually um on Twitter and it's a f- follower or fan or something of 
of some of my public stuff. I don't know what they're a fan of exactly. Um, <laughs> but they just said, and my handle is Western Digs on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. It's the name of my archaeology and paleontology blog. Yeah. Um, and someone said, I would feel safer if Western Digs were at the Pride Parade than if there was a cop there. And that, that was like one of the nicest things anyone had ever said. I feel like like you will be that dad who'll be like, All right, honey, be safe. Yeah. Here's my number. Get home safe. Text me when you get home. And, and I, I, I wrote back and I said, like, wow, that's amazing. Thanks for saying that. And I try I want to do whatever I can to help like protect and befriend other members of the mafia. Yeah, you know, this sounds so bad, but it is so great. I yeah, so, the mafia. Yeah, and there hasn't been. I mean, there's there are a lot of uh, sectors of the LGBTQIA community. There's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, conflict, but there I have not been. Um, I haven't witnessed firsthand anyway much in the way of gatekeeping, you know, and there's, and and problems with intersectionality. And I know there has, uh, there's a lot there when it comes to, you know, the place of trans women and feminist movements and things like that. Um, And uh, intersex and asexuals, do they, you know, the community sort of includes them, but do they feel included? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, I'm old enough to remember when there was, you know, a lot of gatekeeping around what, like, who, you know, um, the cliche, you know, in the 90s was if you come out as bisexual, then the gay people would say, you're just experimenting. Like, you're going to, you're going to end up yeah. being gay. And you're just sort of like gradually coming out. And it's like, no, bisexuality is a thing and it exists, you know? Yeah, and like that kind would- of gatekeeping, keeping and like sort of, of intramural criticism i just haven't seen much of that in the community so far and that's one of the many things i like about it it's just like you get to pick your color and fly your flag and everyone honors that yeah it's like really upsetting because like where yeah bisexual you get like if i come out with bisexual oh you need a shoe is it about the thunder? Oh my god. It's too early for this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get that here tomorrow too. Thunderstorms coming in. Oh, great. Um, but no, like I hate when uh people be like you need a shoes. Like you just being you saying you're bi now, but you're going to you're just waiting to come out as gay. It's like no. I like men and women. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's possible. I can do that. Yeah. It's it's just so it's like I hate gay people who do that. It's it's really annoying because it's like you we literally fighting the same fight you are. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like okay. don't don't make me any more invisible than I already feel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's too much. It's too much. I can't. Uh, so do you think that uh, LGBT history and safe sex 
should be taught in schools? Um, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, safe sex definitely should. Yeah. Um, I don't see how you can have any kind of meaningful health curriculum for like a child who is or a person, a young person who is or is approaching the age of sexual maturity. I don't see how you can have anything in there that doesn't involve safe sex. You know, like you could tell them what sex is. We don't tell them how to do it safely. What's the point? You know, or allowing people to connect the dots. Cause I didn't get any of that education at home. My family did not talk about it. Um, they didn't want to know whether or not I was doing it. It was just something that was not discussed. And yeah. the, the queer history thing is interesting to me, too. I hadn't thought about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, shouldn't, you know, every high schooler know who Harvey Milk was, for instance, or about, like... Um, Matthew Shepard. Matthew Shepard is a good good one. It's a very yeah. good example. Yeah. Uh, or the Stonewall uprising, um, you know. That one, that... You know what? If you're not being taught uh, history, you should definitely listen to watch Drunk History. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Drunk History? Oh, my God. I learned so much from them that I am not learning in school. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> And then parents be like, you watch too much TV? Uh, no, I am learning. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the right kind, watching the right kind of TV and, yeah, YouTube and mm-hmm. TikTok even. Yeah, there's educational TikTok. Yeah. So I'm like, and then it's also like, how you want to teach straight people how to have sex and not gay people have sex? Yes. And then it's very annoying when it's like, oh, gay people, be careful because you could get HIV and AIDS. Okay. First of all, Karen. Yeah. Anybody could get HIV or AIDS. You don't gotta be gay. You could be straight and catch it. Like it's not a uh, no, no hunty, no. That was like the one time that I have been offended so far was I came out to a woman who I had been close to, and. Part of it was the two things she reacted in two ways that offended me. One was she said, like, I'm not surprised. And that's like probably not the thing that you should say when when because when people in the closet see people come out and then they're treated yeah. like that, like the guy who was in The Bachelor, like everyone's like, oh, I knew it. Like yeah. all it does is push you in the closet deeper. Yeah. Because it's scary to think that people think that people see things about you that you haven't come to terms with. So don't yeah. say that. And the other thing is that she said exactly what you're talking about, Dee, which is like, well, you better be careful now that you're having sex with men. And I'm like, why? And she said, you know, I'm like, no, tell me. Um, and then she wouldn't elaborate, but she was just engaging in this homophobic slur that queer sex is somehow more dangerous or risky than straight sex. And that also like that the subtext was like queer people are promiscuous or, um, What's the other thing? Or just like we are somehow less capable of like taking the precautions that a straight person would do. Like, you know, I have all the mm-hmm. conversations with male partners that I have with female partners before we do anything. Yeah. Um, the, 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 te- the substance of the conversation is the same and the intentions are the same. Yeah. Um, and it's just, again, I was just disappointed that like someone I knew and had felt close to 
still held those slurs, those cliches, those negative cliches, stereotypes um, in her heart. And I just yeah. haven't looked. I haven't. I don't. I haven't looked at her the same ever since. Yeah, I won't be able to. Yeah. What's weird for me is okay. So I've never had to talk ever. Yeah. And like, uh, the way uh, I think my mom would have done is like, you just went into marriage. Have sex when you get married. But I don't want to go into marriage. So I would like just go and do it. But like whenever I would do it, it's just like, yo, so uh, have you been to a doctor? Did you get checked out? Do you right. have anything? Like I over here, like I am not hooking up with you unless you go get checked out. Right. Yeah. And, like making sure you are good because I don't. I don't got time to catch anything, okay? Yeah. Like, that's too much work. But, like, I've never refused to talk. But then, it's funny because my little sister in a group chat with, like, two of our family friends, uh, kids, uh, she was like, oh, someone was like, yeah, Dee Dee seems asexual to me. I'm like, Really? Huh. I give off that vibe. Really? Me? And then, like, me and my sisters was hanging out, and then they was like, oh. My older sister was like, one of them was like, yeah, tell us something you never told anybody. I'm like, I fucked some people. (laughs) 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 Like, and they just looking at me like, what? Like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. Did I seem like I wouldn't have sex? Like, really? Did I get yeah. that impression? Like, you know how many boyfriends I had, Anchor? Like, what? And me. Me, out of all people. Yeah. Honestly, out of this whole family, if we weren't Christians and I was like, you know, let's have unprotected sex, I feel like I would be the one getting pregnant in high school. But I didn't because, you know, I'm a good girl. Kind of. Sort of. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's like, yeah, I, people, but we don't have those conversations, which is really annoying. And then, like, I watched this woman explain to her kids sex, what sex is like on, like, I think it was Vine when Vine was around. Uh-huh. So she had, like, a cucumber and something else, and she was like, yeah. She was like, explaining, she was like, yeah, I'm just gonna put it in a little bit, and then she, like, jumped it in there. And she's <laughs> like, and then, like, your sherry is in there. So he's going to pop your sherry. I'm like, okay, so this is sex. Great. Yeah. At least I learned it from somewhere. And apparently there's a lot of fruit involved. There's bananas, there's cherries. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, what do you call A grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's too many. Too many fruits. 
So I'm just like, I'm here like, okay, learning about sex. Because school ain't going to do a damn shit thing. Yeah. I never had to talk either. Mm-hmm. I learned about sex from my friends' parents. They gave us books. Wait, they gave y'all books? Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. like there's kind books of illustrated books for kids about like, yeah, and it was, yeah, oh. it probably was like ten or eleven or something. Wait, why are you getting into talk? <laughs> I have so many questions, Blake. Oh about God. what? So why are you getting to talk at ten or eleven? I don't know. Well, when do <laughs> when should you get it? I would think people would do it like in middle school. Because, like, I know when you're in middle school, you like to think you're grown. People like to think they're grown, you know? Yeah. So, like, I was like, I told somebody, I'm like, if I, when I have kids, they'll get that talk in middle school. Be like, yo, if you even think about having sex, make sure you wrap it up. But I don't prefer you to have sex until you're 16. Huh. Why is that? Because it's like 16, like, so you can also understand more what you're doing. Yeah. Then in middle school, like I can sit down and be like, yo, this is sex. This is how it, the, how it goes. Don't be paying attention to what they be doing on porn because that's not realistic. Which yeah, I that's... absolutely hate when guys think sex is like porn. It's like, no. Oh, oh my God. Not. Uh, that's the thing that concerns me most is porn and like it's I'm assuming it's just unavoidable. Like it's going to be impossible to keep my kids from being exposed to it if they haven't mm-hmm. already. And so I just like just having to like talk about it and about like getting them to think about where this stuff is coming from and how it's used yeah. and how people are used and all, all of it. You know, um, yeah, that's one of the the things about the talks that I'm yeah. looking forward to the least. So it's like, I don't want to, like, one, I already don't want to have this conversation in, 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 at all, but it's going to have to happen. I agree. I don't know why so, it's so hard. Why is it so hard for us? Like, we're talking to each other and in front of the internet or whatever <laughs> about it, but why is it so hard for us to talk to our kids about it? I don't know. But then it'd be like so, like, kids also get like equally like oh my god dad please yeah. stop it's like honey I feel weird about this conversation as well okay yes. so, <laughs> it's true we're equally uncomfortable with this but it has to happen that's a very like, good point so it's like I'm, I'm just like it's even cause like I'm not saying we're around the same age cause we're not like Oh my god, you could be my dad. Like I'm fifty two. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's fifty one. So Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So uh and plus we're not related, so that's why. But if I was having this conversation with my mom, it would be like very awkward. More mm-hmm. awkward than it is that's like Someone who's like, I don't know, 2,000 miles away. I don't know the math from us. But it's like, we're never going to meet in person unless 
like you either fly out here or I fly out there for some reason. Uh huh. So it's like that's why it's like easy, and we're two adults. So right. Oh shit! I'm 22. Yeah, yeah. We're two. You're two decades older than me. Three. I am. I'm exactly 32 years older than you. I just turned 52. In my defense. Ooh, happy <laughs> just a belated of days birthday! Ago. Oh, thank you. Yes, turn up. Gemini oh. power. Oh, I'm a Libra. I don't What's know. that? When is that? I don't know. Like I just know fall? my birthday. Yes, my birthday's October fifth. Okay. So I don't know nothing about the uh thing. So I just be like, yeah, I'm a Libra. Oh. That's yeah, I don't think about that either. Do. It's like, I don't know what Libras do. Like, <laughs> I just know I'm a Libra. Okay? Right. My birthday's October 5th. You want to yep. explain to me what Libras do? Because I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not that invested into learning yeah. about... Me neither. Yeah. That's too much work. So, yeah. And then also... Do you know any gay lingo? I saw this. You know, you sent me the questions in advance, and I was like, yeah. "Gay lingo, like, so you mean like gay with a capital G, and not like just broadly, more broadly queer stuff? Like, could you give me an example of lingo? Uh, like, uh, let me see. Like bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, every time um, I wash my sheets, there's a little tab at one of the ends of the sheet and it says top or bottom. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> it's a little, little joke I tell myself every time I make my bed. I'm like, yes, I get to choose. I appreciate that. Um, like, how would you know? Um, and let's see, gay lingo. Um... I mean, it's not lingo, but like the like my ex boyfriend was on prep, and like I learned what prep was. I, I kind of knew what it was, um, but I didn't realize how like commonly it was used uh, for for men who have sex with other men. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Cruising. I know when I'm being cruised, and I know what cruising is. <laughs> uh, Please elaborate. What is cruising? I want to know. You don't know what cruising is? Cruising is like um, you're kind of like casting around for a hookup. Uh-huh. You know, not necessarily anonymous, but like um, someone is interested in you and they are just kind of like well, how do I explain it? Like to try to get like physically close to you if you're like in a public space mm-hmm. and they might just well, they'll come check you out you know and then they'll go oh. away and then they'll come back and they'll check you out some more and it's just sort of like they're always making themselves visible and they're all there's always coming by to check you out and then someone finally says something you know oh um and then there's a whole separate kind of cruising that's just like cruising for anonymous sex and there are cruising spots where like gay guys go Mm-hmm. Um, and hang out and like just for a hookup, but that's not really like I don't know. That's that was never my scene. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. 
So, how about you? What do you know? Okay, so I know Kiki. Like Kiki. What's that? It's okay. So the only reason I know it because of the Scissor Sisters. Okay. They have a song called "Let's Have a Kiki." So, in their terms, a kiki is a party, pretty much. So, for it's like, like you're, for lesbians, for everybody. Okay. Like it's like a party, and uh, you're eating, drinking, laughing. Like just like when people be like, huh, "You over here kicking, whatever." Something like that. So it's not just like a sex thing. Yeah, no. I see. Kiki. Yeah. Huh, okay. The song literally is like, let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the door tight. Let's have a kiki. And I'm going to let you have it. Like, it sounds sexual, though, at the same time. So I see. Like, maybe it's a party that, like, might possibly lead to sex. That oh. kind of thing. Like an orgy. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Dope. Do you know what that is? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> all right. We are going through all these words already. Uh, okay. So what's another word? All right. Okay. Oh, God. You know how when you feel like you're about to sneeze and nothing comes out, but it's still there? Yes, it's really aggravating. Sometimes it helps if you look at sunlight. There's well, such a thing as like photo photo sneezing or something, and it kind of triggers <laughs> the sneeze response. I'm, I'm working with one eye here, Blake. Okay. Oh, okay. I only have one eye. If I lose this eye, I am blind for life. Oh, boy. Okay. I can't do that. Oh, man. Oh, I'm not saying like you don't stare at the sun. I'm just saying like you look out the window to where there's oh, sunlight yeah. and like the sunlight will, <laughs> you know, yeah. trigger the sneeze. See, people keep thinking I'm crazy because I I joke about my trauma way too much. It's I like, mean, I have yeah. to. If I don't, I might become very sad. Where you probably become concerned. So yeah. Yeah. It's it is common, I think, for people uh, from our circumstances that like we joke about it because it's the only way we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to diffuse it, you know. Yeah, gotta diffuse it one one way or the other. Okay, so gaydar. Do you know what a gaydar is? Yes, and also bifi. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah, bifi is the thing. <laughs> it's just you know it's the gay ver- I mean it's the bi version of it yeah yeah. like you're picking up a bi-fi signal you're like oh okay I gotta remember that I'm picking up a signal and I'm, I'm getting some getting some bars here on my phone yeah <laughs> no I literally I had a friend in high school and she came out to me through text and I'm over here texting her back Finally, I've been nudist. And then I raced it. And I was like, oh, honey, when did you find out? I was like, I knew you were gay. It took you this entire time. And then the next day, I'm like, hey. So, that's it. 
I've been new. Okay. Yeah. I was just waiting for you to know. And then our other friend who is bi, he was like, yeah, I knew too. I'm like, yeah. We knew. It took you a while. We were already there. We already knew what was happening. (laughs) Now, here's my question. Is there a pansexual version of Gadar? That must be, I feel like it's almost impossible to, to, to detect. I don't know. No. I wonder. Unfortunately. The one, the comments I get every now on, on TikTok, someone will ask me, the code phrase is, do you like cookware? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do like cookware. Do you? <laughs> like, I love pants. Like, yes. <laughs> pants are great. I also love wooden spoons. Uh, <laughs> I like the metal spoons as well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> <clears throat> Blenders, toasters, all of it. Yeah, especially a blender. Oh my goodness. Like, you know what I do sometimes? I look at a pan, right? And I think, oh my God, that pan is sexy as hell. Yeah. That Teflon. You, mm. it's, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Nothing sticks only, to it. Nothing. Shit just slides right off. It's awesome. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's one thing I I hate, but I spend some I love when people that people ask. They'd be like, So you you like pans? It's like <laughs> why would I like I don't I'm not like there's this guy I watched on My Strange Addiction. He was addicted to his car. He was talking about how he would have sexual relations with his car. Oh, no. This other guy had sexual relationships with blow-up dogs. No. I feel like that's more common than the car thing, but, like, you know, like, blow-up dolls are made for that purpose, but cars are not oh, made no. for having sex with. Like, a relationship, kind of. Oh, like a relationship, like... Like a relationship. It had a name and a wardrobe yep. and a personality and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm not like that. I don't have sex with inanimate objects. <laughs> no judgment to the ones who do. By all means. Do what you gotta do. But I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not like that. I can't. I mean, not hurting anyone, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, okay, so do you know what a pillow princess is? I feel like I should. Have I heard that? I don't know what it means. I feel like I've heard it, but I don't know what it means. So a pillow princess is a lesbian who prefers to receive sexual stimulation. So it's like a bottom. Okay, okay. So I feel like I tell everybody, like, yo, I'm a pillow princess. Like, if I'm with a girl, if I'm with a guy, the guys know. Like, yo, I don't give a lot. So understand, if I just want to lay on the pillow and receive, that's just how I am. You could accept that, or you could just like. I see. Not- okay. Okay. But yeah, I'll try okay. to use that in conversation. Use it. Apply it in context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, babe, you want to be a pillow princess tonight? 
<laughs> oh my god if she listened to this I am so sorry girl I'm so sorry I I, I just gotta uh, I don't know Oh, we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. She's gonna DM me, be like, "Um, excuse me, miss." <laughs> I think she'll be okay. Uh, okay. Have you heard of a stud? A stud, like broadly speaking, yeah. Like a stud mm-hmm. is just like, uh, what a guy who is good at the sex, at sexing, sex having. That's what I think of as a stud. Oh, nah. Where'd you go? Sorry. Someone decided to call me. I tell people my schedule. I'm like, yo, I am busy. I have a life, kind of. (laughs) Yeah, good for us. Having lives. I know, right? Look at us. Uh, so the, a stud is a black masculine lesbian. I didn't know that. I thought it was anybody who's like, any female who's like masculine. Yeah. You don't? No, I thought it was like any female. Oh, oh, like I see. Masculine. Yeah. Huh. But it's a black masculine lesbian. So what is a white masculine lesbian? Good question. These are, see, I'm a terrible gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gay, but I'm a terrible person in the alphabet mafia. I'm like literally one of those people who's like, I don't know nothing about the alphabet mafia. Okay, you can't talk to me about these things. What the hell? Okay. Sorry. Well, I'm new, so yeah. I haven't read all the pamphlets and stuff they gave me at the oh, at the orientation really? meeting. <laughs> Those pamphlets are very useful. Mm-hmm. I'm getting through them. I mean, oh, that's how okay. I learned about the phrase alphabet mafia. That and TikTok. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, have you heard of Gold Star Gay? Say that again? Gold Star Gay. Gold Star Gay. Uh-huh. No, I haven't. It's a gay or lesbian who has only had sexual coit coital sexual contact with a member of the same sex gender. So they've never had sex with anyone who is not like what, of their gender. Yeah. But Gold star. Like they just have all the XP. Yeah. They've earned all the XP in the in the gay sex having. But there's a platinum gay. Okay, what's that? What's, what's so platinum? The platinum gay is you have, like, especially for the gay guys, you have not touched a vagina. Like, you didn't even come out of your mama's uh Coochie, you you like that's a platinum star gay. Really? How does that even count, though? Because that's not know. sexual. That's just being born. Yeah. You know, 
And yeah. is platinum supposed to be above gold? I guess so, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who comes so, up with these things? I don't know. There's too many gays joined us. Like, there's lipstick lesbian. I'm like, I don't, I yeah. Don't, what the fuck? I don't know. Uh, like all of these are very confusing. Like, um, how about Hanky Code? Do you know Hanky Code? Uh, no. I think this still goes on. I, it was more like when it was more difficult and more unsafe to be out, men would have handkerchiefs in their back pocket of different colors. And that would oh. like you'd wear to like a bar or something. And you would um, signify what you're into, like top or bottom, if you're into like BDSM or whatever. And there's a whole rainbow of colors. And mm-hmm. it's just sort of like what you're up, what you're up to, what you're up for. And then there's something having to do with like the same color means a different thing. I think it's sort of top or bottom when we're in the left pocket versus the right pocket. I forget. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, being gay must have been hard back then. I can only imagine. Yeah. Gotta understand the colors of the handkerchief. Oh, man. Yeah, no. My my one I'm already black. So I'm a triple minority here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Shit. So that's a lot of work. I can't but also wearing a handkerchief, they're probably gonna think a handkerchief means something is gang related if I wore one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that I think this might be more of a twentieth century thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, have you heard Wait, what the fuck? Okay, so uh, we're going to skip that one. Probably going to come back to it. There is a lesbian until graduation. I think I have heard this too. And like women who are lesbians in college and then they graduate and then they just go back into the straight dating pool. On here it says like a woman who experiments with bisexual or homosexual activities during school only. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I mean, some people experiment, right? Yeah, I get that. That's like, okay. I didn't know they had this as a term. That's what I'm saying, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I've heard of this. I gotta become one of these people. About to start being like, yo, you would top or a bottom? What is you? Nah, I'm a switch. Switch, yeah. Or is it verse? Switch, verse. I think they're like the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also queen. I, I need to find me a queen. <sighs> like a drag queen. Yeah. Gotta find me one of those. I want one to do be on a podcast with me. Oh, if yeah. anybody is a drag queen, please contact me. I need help. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of terms for the alphabet mafia. Some of these terms I absolutely hate. Like, bag. I don't oh. like, it's yeah. so demeaning. Oh, totally. There's no, there's no context in which that that word is okay mm-hmm. in my book. <clears throat> it's, 
it's very demeaning. Is that like dyke? It's mm-hmm. also it's like I hate when people use them. Cause it's like oh god. I feel like ugh yucky. Uh but yeah, there's like a whole bunch of these terms that I am unaware of, but I might start using. Maybe. Kiki, I'm gonna look up Kiki. Yeah. Bitcoin? There's a Bitcoin. An iconic bisexual and individual. Mm. Do you have a favorite person who's a part of the Alphabet Mafia? Huh, that's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. Yeah, I'm going to let you think about that. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Jonathan Van Ness. I don't know um, who that is. Oh, was... wait, no, Queer Eye. Queer Eye, yeah. <clears throat> He's a guy people think says who or actually, like I, Jesus. I think he, he might be they. I'm not really sure. I, my sense is I, that they're non-binary. Um, I thought they came out like, Did, Is that so? Uh, I am going to find out. And just, you know, they kind of you got their start doing Queer Eye, which is its own kind of, I don't know, problematic kind of like queer people are better at some style things than straight people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they just sort of like use that as a launch pad for just to be and a- allow their identity and their sexuality to be complex and just kind of like gradually unpack it for people. And like a lot of people didn't get it at first. And mm-hmm. um, like the long hair plus the beard and you know what I mean? Uh, and then the presentation in terms of dress and like they are just totally comfortable in their skin and I just love seeing them <laughs> yeah um, last I saw was like in a commercial for Uber Eats or something uh, so they've they've made it kind of mainstream which is kind of impressive uh, um, yeah they use all pronouns okay okay yeah. um, that's good to know mm-hmm. if I ever meet them and who else um, I don't know. How about you? Uh, so there's this guy because I was a total gleek from middle oh, uh-huh. school to a high school. A gleek, yeah, because glee was my shit. I fucking love glee. Oh, for my kids, too. Like, it, <laughs> it helped me out a lot with my shit. Especially my me coming out like yo. Uh, so this guy named Chris Colfer. Fucking love him. Okay. He, he was great. Um. And so I don't mean to be that gay, even though I'm not gay at all. But that gay. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Uh huh. Like one, I gotta say, he played a very convincing straight guy. Which is interesting, like, yeah. 
when I would see before I knew he was gay, and I would see him on uh uh that show. I forgot the name of it right now. Yeah, but, I don't. Um, but he was, and he he came out during the course of the show, right? I thought he came out before. Was it before? Yeah, that's what I think is interesting. Is that like, I guess part of me is impressed that he was cast for that role where he's just kind of like smarmy, horny, straight yeah. guy. Um, and it's also interesting that like gay characters in TV and film, insofar as they ever existed, like in, for my generation, were played by straight people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because there weren't enough people who were out. You know, and now it's kind of to me unthinkable that like uh, any kind of queer character would be played by anything but a queer actor yeah when i literally had a how i met your mother is the name of the show yeah Um, oh yeah which i find very problematic not only for like people in uh the lgbt community but able-bodied people to play a disabled person yep Uh uh-huh like one there are a lot of us who are disabled, who can play disabled characters. So, why do you gotta have someone in a wheelchair acting like they're disabled? Right. Like, that that don't sit well with me. And this is, yes, this is talking about Glee. Okay, I fucking love that show, but it was very problematic. Uh, And also having a straight guy play a gay character like there's a lot of gays out here yeah yeah exactly like can us gays please get some of the uh attention please like let us just throw our rainbow like a rainbow and our unicorns see it yeah so yeah but yeah, no. I fucking love Chris Crawford. Uh, like, and who I, did he play? He played this guy named Kurt. And did you play he, a gay character? He is gay. He's uh-huh. gay. But like, even his character was a little problematic. Like, but he's a gay guy who played a gay character, which I was like, totes happy about because it's like sometimes it's just like yo it make it make sense make yeah. it make sense there is uh how many people living in hollywood and how many people probably already auditioned for this role yeah so, yeah no doubt which is why i'm working on my project to try and get people like, I'm going to make it, like, do a Zoom, though. So. How do you like, mean? Something, like, have it, like, uh, what's that show? It was, like, this show. I forgot the Connected. The show was called Connected. It was only on for one season. It didn't get re-done because it wasn't that huge of a following. Like, not I a lot see. of people watched it. Um, So, like, these four, five, six friends and they just stay connected through the whole pandemic via Zoom or whatever they were using. So I want to like do something like that. 
Oh, and, neat. Like, try to get some people to come and act on it with me. So happy for it. So, yeah. Have you written a script? I'm working on it. I oh, interesting. But, like, I found this one script that I did in high school, and I'm like, it'll be great to redo this with other people. Oh, that sounds so, really fun. Yeah. I might kidnap you for it, though. If you're down, you might get kidnapped. If you let me, I would love to audition for it when the time comes. Oh, bet. Yeah, we're kidnapping people out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you have to kidnap me. I would voluntarily go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people think, like, I want to actually kidnap somebody. Like, that's too much work. <laughs> like, I, Why? I can threaten it. I can threaten your life. But at the end of the day, you have to know it's never going to happen because, like, one, yes, I know how to hide a body. I watched, I listened to a podcast called Serial Killers. Oh, yes. It's, it's One great. of my kids listens to that, yeah. So, like, I know how to hide a body. I know how to get away with murder without being caught. But I'm not going to do it because that's too much work and energy that I don't have. So, and so kidnapping is just easier? Depends on how I feel. <laughs> right. but then, I'm probably like, not even going to kidnap you. The whole point of kidnapping is they have to let them go eventually, but then they can identify you. So there's like a built-in flaw in the kidnapping Yeah, so thing. like pretty much if I kidnap you, I'm going to have to kill you. Well, then there you go. So you now you're back to doing what you didn't want to do, which is to have to kill someone because it's too much yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. But I would never Unless... kill someone. FBI. <laughs> Neither would I. Yes. Let the record state. Neither of us are yes. interested in murdering anyone or kidnapping, but like maybe kidnapping curious. Oh, yeah, I might be. <laughs> I might be. If you could kidnap someone without them knowing your identity, then you could let them go. Yeah. And then what are you kidnapping them for? Is it ransom or just like? I don't know. Depends on how much money they got. Hmm. That's so like, ransom. If someone... Yeah. It's like if someone tries to kidnap me, it's like, oh, give me, or it's like try to rob me. It's like, oh, give me all your money. I only have five dollars here. Right. Yeah. Like I'm a fucking college student. Okay. I am broke. Yeah. Relatable. Like, who would they? Someone kidnapped me. Would they like? Who would they call? My ex-wife, and she'd be like, "It's not my problem." You know, <laughs> he's your problem now. You're gonna call my mom? Like my mom gonna be like, my mom might just pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the name of Jesus, and then I'm just gonna be in the back seat. Like, so, like my favorite show was Glee, but I also love Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Let's pray. We're gonna pray. My mama taught me how to pray. We're gonna pray. You ready to pray? And then they just gonna let me go. Oh man. I see. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That'll work. I think that would work. It would definitely work. Yes. In the name of Jesus, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> I rebuke you, devil. <laughs> Don't play with me. My mama was an evangelist. My mama said he is an evangelist. So. Ah. Had me that. in church every Sunday. 
And look how I came out. Yeah. Surprisingly, I'm surprised she didn't give me away. <laughs> Is that wrong to say? Like, oh my god. Yeah, part of me wishes that my mother had just gave me to a someone who's better equipped and more interested in being a parent than she was. Yeah, I'm just saying that because like I'm too crazy. <laughs> right. You don't want mm. you don't want to mess with me. Oh yeah, but, same. Uh, but we are gonna talk about our trauma, not like that, because I don't want to talk about my trauma like that. We're but gonna we see that for next time, right? Or yeah, mental we're health. We're gonna is talk about uh, yeah, mental health part two is coming up probably next month or in two months. I don't know. We'll see how my life is. Okay. Uh, I want to do this again. I I uh, enjoy being on your podcast and hanging out with you. Yeah. So if y'all want to uh, hear more, just follow the podcast. This is Dee Dee. I don't know what gender I am today because I've been very confused all day. So yeah. Uh, you can, We have a TikTok. Oh my God. Yeah. We have a TikTok now uh, called the Dee Dee Saga. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Oh, I've got to follow you now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to follow uh, you right now. Oh, bet. So we have a TikTok. You can follow us on TikTok. Uh, or if you want to follow my personal TikTok. I don't know what it is right now. But Queen, Queen Didi. Well, Blake right? knows what it is. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's Queen Didi or the Queen Didi or... Yeah. Queen, yeah, Queen Dee Dee. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. And you can follow me on TikTok. You can follow our uh, Insta, the Dee Dee Saga. Uh, oh my god! And I am Western Diggs on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, what else? All of it. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do a Twitter. Every time I open up Twitter, all I see is a whole bunch of porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, my Twitter is mainly um, paleontologists, for what it's worth. So I think you're doing it wrong. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because like my Twitter, a whole bunch of porn will pop up, but it's not my porn. Like, it's someone else's. But then whenever I'm on TikTok, it's like a whole bunch of mental health. Yeah, and me too. Therapist, I'm like, is this a sign? Like, this got to be a sign. Like, <laughs> I need to see my therapist more. What? Yeah. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. So, if you're interested in following us, you can. Uh, and with that being said, thank you for listening to the Didi Saga. And I hope y'all have a good day. Bye. Bye.